0: Welcome to the Go Harvest podcast. I want to take a few minutes today to share a list of 10 things that your employees need in order for their lives to be happier and for their work to be effective. This applies to employees who are being paid through an organization, but I also want to share a few thoughts about your employees in quotes, the team members around you who are serving in ministry with you. Thanks for being a part of the Go Harvest podcast today. Looking forward to jumping in. You're listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed to offer practical insight and encouragement to local church ministry leaders. We're thrilled to have you join us during this second season of the podcast and invite you to help us continue to reach new people by hitting subscribe and the five-star rating. Blessings on you and your ministry. And for now, let's turn it over to Tim Price. employees are the lifeblood of any organization without their commitment, loyalty, and buy-in, you will never grow or be as successful as you could be. And many times we think that pay is the single most important issue in the minds of workers. And though money is important, it actually really is number five on this list of 10 things that employees need. It's about halfway down the list because even though money is important, There are so many other factors to creating the right kind of conditions for your employees to thrive. Now, I'm also talking here to people who serve in ministry, and many times the people who are around us, though there are paid positions in ministry around us, other times there are positions who are people who are in positions who aren't being paid, volunteer team workers. The the church is truly built on volunteers people who feel called, led, and are gifted by God and through the power of the Spirit to serve in your organization, making dramatic and huge eternal differences. So I want to share a little bit about that as we talk through this list. But what do your people want? This list of things was actually originally published in 1990s, but I posted it on our blog today because it really does still prove true. This came from a book called Common Sense Leadership from Roger Fulton, and it's an older book, but these uh, 10 things are pretty timeless. So let me just get into them here. Number one, your employees need an appreciation for the work that they do. It's amazing how simple this really is, but it does take some discipline from the leader. I once read a book about three signs of a miserable job, and uh, in that book, Patrick Lencioni, Uh, shares a a great little fable, a story about um, the the ways that people working in business, working on your team, in your organization, can feel like they are not even seen. And that is one of the ways to make somebody's job miserable. And so if you want to keep people around you happy as they are serving in your world, make sure that you appreciate them for the work that they do. And this takes some discipline in the sense that if you want to be the kind of leader who sends a thank you note to your team members for a specific occasion, you're going to have to build in the discipline and the time to determine that you're going to send a thank you note each week to somebody. And as you get in that habit on Monday or Tuesday morning, a little handwritten note, it's going to make a big difference. Oftentimes I will, and I'm in the habit for sure of this, I will take a picture of somebody doing something or a group of people, or a team of people for that day. And I'll post it on social media, and just a little note that says, thanks to this group, or this person, who has helped make this really great. We appreciate all you do. There are times when, I guess, uh, a team kind of becomes like family, and it might almost seem awkward to have the official emails that say, appreciate you, or appreciate what you're doing, or, you know, those kind of things at times might become trite as you, become more of a tight-knit group. But there are still needs and reasons for you to appreciate even those who are closest to you. So number one, appreciation for the work your person does, paid or volunteer. The second one is being a part of something, belonging. Help your people feel like they belong. And as they do, that will compensate for a lot of other things, a lot of other places in the organization that aren't working the the best, things that are rubbing people the wrong way or issues people are facing or dealing with. When they feel like they belong, there's a better chance that they are gonna be more effective and happier. And you can include them on things to help them belong. That's one of the best ways is just to you know let them in, let them in the loop, let them know what's coming down the pike, what you're thinking about. Make sure that they feel like they're invited and a part of things. There's other ways that are more practical and and things like uh, in our welcome team for our church, we uh, had everybody wear the same polo or t-shirt, same color, same logo for a whole entire season. Some of those are still floating around. We've had other times when we've purchased hats or any other gear that would help uh, align people. Whenever we have um, served as a team for various ministry events, t-shirts, especially in Our world of next-generation ministry um, definitely is one way to help people feel like they belong. But there's also the other little ways, things like little inside jokes that only a certain groups of people know, or memories or stories or the things that just kind of get talked about as you're living life together and serving. Help your people feel like they belong and are part of the ministry with you. Number three, being respected and understood. And... The simple part of this is that you need to think as a leader about your people being people. They have lives. They have problems. They have to stand in line at the DMV trying to get their license figured out every four years. they got to pay their bills. they got schedules. They're trying to make life work. And so they're people. They're humans. And they're showing up alongside you for this awesome endeavor that you are serving in, whether it's ministry or whether it's um, an enterprise, and these folks are with you. And when you are able to think of them as you think of yourself, everyday person who has to do all the usual stuff, it's so much easier to respect them for who they are and understand what they're going through. Number four is job security. And um, this this is one that may be hard to translate over to volunteer ministry world, but it is important for people to understand that you are committed to them, that you're not just hiring them for a a brief moment and then going to run out of money or the budget's going to crash or whatever. Um, You want to let people know that they can be confident. They don't have to sit around and wonder about the money side of things. As far as the volunteer world goes, um, sometimes I think they have the opposite of job security. They are jumping into a role that they wind up until they quit or, you know, 20 years down the road, they finally say, wow, I was just filling in and here I still am. Of course, that's a a crazy example. I probably have seen it happen. But for the most part, um, in a volunteer world, the the job security aspect comes because you're in relationship and they're serving along with you. Most people are serving because of relationships and that is a, a huge motivator for them. Okay. Cruising through the rest of this list. Number five is good wages, and you want to definitely pay good wages when you're in the marketplace enterprise. You want to help your people and bless your people and make sure that they feel like uh, they are um, that you're being fair in what they're offering and what you're giving. Do all you can to, to be a witness for Christ in how you pay your people. And in the volunteer world, there's a lot of um, folks that I serve with who love to joke about you know docking their pay or or getting overtime or time and a half or, or double their pay or you know all the things that go along with volunteer world banter, but there truly are some ways to pay your volunteers, and here are just a few somewhere along the way. I wrote a blog post how to pay volunteers. I'll try to pull that up somewhere and share the link, but here are a few ways that you could pay your volunteers and pay in quotation marks. One, you can pay your volunteers in access to you that they have direct access to you, especially those that are in your inner circle that they can text you, they can email, they can get a hold of you and know that they can a lot of times in the ministries I serve in, you could pay your volunteers in food, meeting together for a meal, providing a meal whenever you're serving together or working and um and there's a lot of celebration in that, and there's a lot of memories in that Jesus used food and in a lot of the major stories in scripture, and so I think it's an awesome way to do it. You can also pay your volunteers in in ways that are in this list, in appreciation, in acknowledgement, and in um, secondhand compliments, like telling their family how much you appreciate them. There have been times when we've had key volunteers who have put in hours after hours during a special event or a weekend or a season, and I will often send a note to the spouse of the family member and just mention how much we appreciated their effort and ministry in what they did, how successful it was and how much we know um, there's a sacrifice that they're away from home for those hours, but we appreciate their family and their kingdom mindset, their seed planting and and kingdom building work. And so that's a way to do um, a secondhand compliment and to quote, pay your volunteers in those good words. Other things might include right equipment for what they're doing, improvements so that it's easier and motivating, and all those different ways. Your employees want good wages, whether they're volunteer or paid. So let's take a quick little commercial break here, and then we'll do the last four. All right, we are back, and so far, the 10 things your employees want. Number one, appreciation for the work they do. Number two, being a part of something, belonging. Number three, being respected and understood. Number four, job security. Number five, good wages. And then on to number six, interesting work. There's nothing more fun for people than to have a project that helps them get creative, to think about what they need to do and to uh, get things rolling so that they are motivated to continue on so that they see something afterwards that's a success and that it it really made a difference. And so you want to provide interesting work. Help it to be fun, engaging, well-planned, but not overwhelming. And that takes some work on part of the leader. Church staff people, in particular, are really not just at the church to do all the ministry. They are there to help empower the work of the church. And so part of your role might be more of the project manager, uh, the general contractor, helping to put all the pieces in place so that many people can use their gifts to accomplish something great together. Number seven is personal growth. Help your team members become better. Help your employees become better. Provide opportunities for them to grow and to learn, to be a part of conferences or to experience new things and new places and people who are doing what you're doing on a larger scale. And through that personal growth, they are going to have experiences that will not only increase your work together, but after they're gone, after the season is done and they've you know, moved on to something new or they've, you know, retired or whatever the fact is, they're going to have opportunities to use what they learned from you and your time together and make a difference somewhere else. Number eight, and actually these last uh, three are pretty cut and dried. Number eight is good working conditions. Number nine, emotional security and stability. And number 10, a sense of personal power. And all of these combined is this list of things that will make your employees or your team members happier. So my question today in this podcast is how are you providing these things as a leader in your organization? Some of these things will come naturally to you and other things may not come all that naturally. But one practical step you could take today is to take this list from the blog post at timpriceblog.com and you can just pick one that you're gonna circle and that you're gonna think about for this week, this month, you're gonna focus on it and add it to your habit and your discipline to help your employees and your volunteer team members feel like they are serving in the best place ever. Well, these are 10 things that are gonna help your employees be happier and more fulfilled in their work. And as a result, your organization is gonna grow and be more successful because of it. I want to thank you for listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast. It's an awesome opportunity for us as a community to be thinking about how we can best serve in God's kingdom, that we can best serve in the church, doing our best work with the gifts that God has given us. And I'm praying for you as you continue on, and I'm praying that you're, uh, you're... connection, your closeness and your community with Christ is going to bubble over and people are going to experience your love for them. And as a result, the world is going to see the light of Christ shining through you. Thank you so much for being a part of this and we will see you next time. We believe in Harvest Ministry and the work we're able to accomplish by the grace of God and with your partnership. There are two simple ways to support this podcast. The first one is by clicking the support button and commit to sponsoring us on a monthly basis. And with the contribution of 99 cents or more, we will send you a free gift. The second way to support this is through Amazon Smile. Just go to HarvestMinistryTeams.com and set the one-time link up that allows Harvest to receive a small percentage percentage of your Amazon purchase.